Welcome, everybody. Another episode of Creative Blocks. Joined this week with Andrea Gazetta. How's it going? Good. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to play with Legos. I know. We were just talking about it, and you're, you've played with Legos before. Yeah. Uh, my brother had Legos when I was a kid. And so what would happen is I would play with all the animals and build like little staples and like places for them to live, like little homes. And then we would play. And then he usually would be making some type of rescue device or like a like a car that could kill someone or like he you know, he yeah. was like defense. So like the animals would get in trouble and then he'd be like, no, it's cool. I got you. Let's Come go. Protect let's you. go. Let's go. And then he like carry them to safety if there's a fire or a bad guy or something. Nice. Yeah, we had a good time. That's cool. I thought about like getting sets and building them with the gas, but that quickly rake up on like the cost. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. What? That's yeah. So expensive. And then I would be hoarding all these Lego kits this throughout my apartment. Anyway. Yeah. So basically we've got all these Legos. Every week we play with Lego blocks and we discuss creative blocks. Dracaris. You <laughs> <laughs> make a Daenerys make a Game of Thrones theme. Yeah, I haven't finished. I Here's what happened is I read, by read I mean I listened to Game of Thrones and then I listened to the books and then I started watching the TV show and I got popular. I'm, this is amazing. And then like after it stopped lining up with the books, I was like, I don't care. Did it <laughs> really take a big turn? It. I never read the books. Yeah, it, it got really different. Like Catelyn Stark spo is supposed to come back alive as a zombie and stuff. Mm. And she doesn't. And I was just always li like, this is the stuff I want to know what happens about or like why this happened. And you don't it doesn't even happen in the movie or Damn. the show. So I yeah. was like, ah. I'll just oh. wait till the book. So are you gonna? Have, you haven't finished the series. My boyfriend's been watching them because he had never watched them. So I like rewatched a bunch with oh. him, and then now he's way past where I was. And so sometimes I'll just sit and he'll he'll give me the recap because he's like, it's not worth watching. <laughs> the writing's really bad. So he'll just tell me what happened, which did, I don't mind. Did you see that petition they did? They had like for oh, them to redo, redo the, the final. Ending. Yeah. Yeah. What they should do is they should redo the last seven the season seven and eight mm -hmm. uh because i'm looking at some of that dialogue and i'm just like really yeah really what they should what they should do is they should spend money to get a robot body for george rr R. martin's brain because he's gonna die of a heart attack real soon yeah and i want him to finish the book on a toilet like yeah the, yeah yeah so if they just <laughs> invest him in ai him, Yep, yep. That's what I'm thinking is like if we can get him to live forever, then we'll get before I die, maybe the last book will be out and I'll get to know what happens. It'll Hopefully. be a satisfying ending. Fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. that's my goal. That's, that's what I cool. hope happens. So you've played with Legos. You're one of the first. Many of my guests have not so far, so that's awesome. Um, yeah, feel free to just start building whatever you would like. We've got a bin of extra pieces over here in Ooh. case you run out. And our lovely lady head is little figures and dragons and horses. Think like the toppings. My, my favorite. Yeah, you this can. You can just play like with play all with. the people if you want. <laughs> just yeah. make an army of a really civilization over there. I'm always more interested in the people. Like, I'm an artist, so we do like painting and stuff. Yeah. And every time we'd have to do landscape painting or like scenes, I'm like, who even cares about the background? I just always wanted to paint like figures and portraits. 
You went to uh, art school, right? Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's what my degree's in. What was uh? What's your medium of choice? Um. Well, now I work at a stained glass studio, so I paint stained glass for churches. I saw. I've seen some of your photos. That's yeah. so cool. I didn't know. Like people think that that probably stops after like the 16th century or. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's no, so it's awesome. We're still going, and we do a lot of restoration, but we also do a lot of new stuff, and we work with more contemporary artists and stuff. My studio is pretty cool. It's pretty fun. How long does to it take to do like one panel? Um, it depends on how complicated it is, but like I just did a whole church in Arizona, and each panel probably took me design ten to twenty hours, depending on how finicky the priest was, and then. Painting usually like 30 hours or more Damn. per panel. So then there's like 25 panels in a church. What what do you use? What do you paint on the glass? Is um, it oil or? No. Well, so you use, you use different mediums. So you use like either oil or um, like you can use a water-based thing. But the paint comes as like a powder and you mix it with whatever you want. That's cool. So you, you use both. It's kind of a process where you do like first water and you include gum arabic so it sticks to the surface and then you do oil over the top and then you fire it in a kiln at 1200 degrees and the paint is actually ground glass and then it fuses to the surface of the glass and becomes permanent Damn. so that's why like it's really neat stained glass can last like 600 years it's the most one of the most archival mediums we have really like yeah like if you look at paintings from that same time mm -hmm. they degrade and the paint flakes off the surface um, so a lot of times those things will have to be mostly repainted when they're mm. restored. Yeah. Someone really repainting it. Gotcha. Because like canvases, they stretch and they change shape and like wood stretches and copper gets, you know, oxidized. So anything you can paint on, eventually the paint's going to come off. Stained glass, some of it, if it's not fired properly, that'll happen too. But it can also just last like 600 That's years. That's really cool. It's awesome. As long to as know no that like it. your pieces are going to still be out there long yeah, after you're gone. Yeah, and then you can just do this and it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy. Damn. That's awesome. It's pretty fun. I like it. So uh, we'll get back to this uh, in a minute, but what do you think you're going to build today? I'm I'm having a great time with these horses. Yeah, we've got so lots of land pieces, so feel free to clear I, it all I out if you I've need to. I think I've created like a Lipizzaner. Uh, you have a lot of white horses, so I'm thinking this is like a Lipizzaner school. Um, and uh, they're all trained by this Wookiee, who is clearly a Lipizzaner <laughs> trainer, obviously. Nice. All right, let's see how that turns out. Yeah, I think I gotta bit. give him stilts because he's too short to fit. I think we can go with like a spaceship style approach today. Yeah, I like this. Uh, this I know, I know. You, I didn't this see a beautiful it before. Piece. Did you want like, it? No, okay. no, it's cool because I always love how like it feels like a submarine because like the dude sits in there. Yeah. Well, if you find a uh, what looks like a diver later oh. during the way. Holy diver! I found a monkey. What about this guy? What about this this <laughs> robber cop? <laughs> That's my y YMCA cop. <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing? Oh, you got a KKK member here. Yeah. Bro. Bruh, come on. Some people, children call him a ghost. Adults call him a clansman. Oh, God. I think it glows in the dark, too. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Probably got to charge it up. Yeah. Nice. What, um, getting back to the uh, stained glass. Let's start there. 
what's some of the uh, difficulties? I mean, do you get a lot of freedom? Or is it more like the it, church telling you what they want? Well, so priests are very particular. I would call priests, they're kind of like, have you ever met like a super fan of like Lord of the Rings or something? Yeah. And whenever you're like, you know, Frito was walking, he's like, no, it's Frodo. Like that's, mm. priests are like that, but of the Bible. So they're very particular about the the imagery used and what the bible says about the saint and stuff like that and generally they also like it to have like a specific feel if you're working with a priest but i got to design some windows this week that the all the rest of the windows in the church are this like really cool abstract like flowy like cut shapes of glass so there's no figures and then they wanted to mix figures in it and it's like well i can't exactly do like soup that fancy old style stained glass and then this abstract nonsense and just have them be in the same church together so i did i like i told my boss i was like this is what i'm gonna do and you're not gonna like it right away <laughs> but you'll like trust it. me trust me yeah and he was like i don't know and he like kept coming in and he'd see it and he's like i don't know and then i was like but check this out. And it was done. And he's like, oh, my God, that looks really good. Nice. So I kind of combined the abstract shapes with these more, like, representational figures. And I made the figure sort of disappear into the abstractness, which is something that's happening in contemporary painting a lot right now. So it feels a lot more modern. But then the faces are still realistic, which is what most priests want faces to be realistic recognizable yeah, yeah. They, it's really you important know to them Mary and they they want the face to be beautiful they want it to be recognizable and they have all these like specific symbols so like if a priest has never seen like if a if a priest thinks about say virgin of guadalupe she has to have you know her hands like this she has to have the starry robe she has to have the fire because that's how you recognize her but if you can show them like another image someone else has done in mm -hmm. a way that she's a little bit different, they'll allow it. That's cool. But for the most part, they're kind of like, well, her hands are always in prayer. This is always mm -hmm. like this. They're very, it's weird. They're very like, this is what this is, people, which is interesting to me because yeah. as an artist, like, I don't think about things that way. I'm yeah. more interested in like what's beautiful and what's interesting what and, and what looks good. Yeah. And there's so much more about like it has to be this pose and like you know they're they not would sacrifice quality for uh factual Yes. Yeah. Which I'm not really interested in. That's not as much fun for me. No, <laughs> I would say not. Um but you also you do uh, I saw you have a art gallery or do you have an exhibit currently? Oh yeah, there? I have an exhibit. It's in Milwaukee. So That's cool. It's not here. But, but still oil no, if you're listening in Wisconsin. Yeah, or you can just look me up on Instagram. They'll all okay. be up there eventually cuz the sh the show's coming down this week. But yeah, oh, I make it? oil paintings. That's cool. I did you go to uh, Milwaukee and premiere it or I did, yeah. Nice. It's just so the gallery is like my friend's gallery from back home yeah. and then all my friends are in Milwaukee and I miss them. So it was really an excuse That's like, neat. yeah, this thing is opening. But also I get to go hang out with my friends, which yeah. is really fun. Do you have plans to uh, set up another gallery elsewhere? Um, I uh, I would like to start showing more here in L.A. Yeah. It's really weird and hard to break into. I hate, I hate art bullshit. I don't like it. I don't like all the like, you got to like 
meet everyone and like shake hands and suck dicks so that people will like like you enough to put you in their gallery like it's a lot of that which i'm just hate Damn. i hate that part yeah it's just like comedy like yeah. you can be a really good comedian but it doesn't <laughs> you can be a really good comedian but it doesn't matter if you're not like cool in the hang mm -hmm. and i'm not good at that stuff because i'm just like i get really anxious and i get nervous and so like People, when I when I become friends with someone, like I love hanging out with them, but mm -hmm. I'm just really, I've always had a tough time like being with people, which is why I sit in a corner and paint <laughs> art and don't have to talk to people. It's perfect. <laughs> it's for, so uh, much yeah, better. Introverted people. Yeah, that's why I'm good at painting is because I'm not spending my time just chilling or whatever. I should I should do more of it. I'm not very good at it, but like the part of like. I see. I mean, in LA, is there a lot of like pretentious? Yeah. Artist too. Have you seen well, X of a Gift Shop? Comedians. There is, there are. Yeah. It's just there's all these people that are like on my grind, murder, murder, and yeah, they're hitting ten mics a night, but they haven't written a new joke in six months. Right. So it's like it doesn't. I don't care. You're still not good. Yeah. Like you're working hard, but you're still not good at this. You're not moving you're forward. Not, yeah, you're just showcasing work on social media, which is really annoying. Yeah, we go get the photo of them standing up. Yeah, and it's <laughs> kind of like two people. Oh God! <laughs> but they crop it so it looks like it's a full audience. Yeah, that's a that's a great comedy trick. <laughs> I did this show with my friend, and like we figured out like the best camera angle so that when we posted the photos on Instagram, it looked like it was like this really popping full show. But then if you saw other photos, you realize like half the crowd is comedians and our friends. Yeah. And then there's like 10 empty seats up front. <laughs> but if you take it from the back from a low angle, you can see it just looks like heads. And you're like, whoa, it's whoa, so full. full out. Yeah. It's sold out. It's crazy. I missed out tonight. Should have FOMO, bro. Yep. That's Instagram in a nutshell. Yeah. I fucking I hate all that <laughs> stuff. You still, I feel obligated to do it. And I'm like, okay, I have to like post the things I make and like, post jokes and like do these things to be in people's minds yeah well then i, I say it's it. even more difficult because not only do you have the stand-up like to post about you also have to post about your art like yeah i've kind you've of got been, a few pages going on i thought <laughs> it was really interesting when you talk about creative blocks because for me the reason that i started stand-up is because i felt creatively blocked as an artist and I just needed something else to do. Like I was kind of like, I need another outlet for, f you know, figuring out what's interesting to me. Like I, I just got bored with art. I'm like, I'm doing this thing all the time and I'm alone all the time and it sucks. And like, I love painting and I love making things, but it sucks to be alone constantly. Yeah. So I started doing stand up, and then I made all these great friends and it was really fun. And that's honestly why I started doing it. And then when I got to LA, it became so much about like, oh, do you do this person this and that person that? And do you know this person? Can they get you up? And like, and, and it started being so much less about merit and so much more about who you know and how mm -hmm. many credits you have and whatever that means. Yeah. Because I've seen people with credits bomb a lot. And I've seen people that have no credits be amazing. Oh, yeah. Same. I, I mean, it's typical here. You'll see like a movie star or an actor be like oh now i'm gonna get into stand-up and then now i'm a headliner after one month or something it's yeah, like come on man which is like it's, it's fine that you can bring people out and that's cool but 
it's not a sustainable thing if you don't actually have something to showcase. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. You can do that, but, but it's not. People won't come back. Good. Yeah. The other thing that I really struggle with in comedy is just like, mm, dude, nonsense. <laughs> Male fuckery is really uh, exhausting. And that also, especially out here, it's really bad. Like in, in Milwaukee, the scene I started in, it was a small enough scene that there were like good dudes who would keep the shitty dudes in check. Yeah. But out here, it's like very much a free for all. And then there's a lot of like weird people. Not just yeah. people, but there's a lot of like weird things where like I feel like dudes are shitty in a different way where they think that they're very open-minded, but they're still shitty and mm. they don't really, you know, they're not really interested in showcasing good female comics because they don't really think about that as a thing that they need to have on their show or whatever. Mm. Or they <coughs> book someone that they're having sex with that sucks. Uh. And you're just like, okay, cool, great. This is fun. I love this. This is great. This is comedy. This is why I moved here. Right. Um, well, I wanted to ask you what your comedy too. Um, Instagram handle Sundress Comic. Now I've heard, you know, from like female headliners that you you should dress down, so that people pay attention to your jokes and not the appearance. And it's like the same, like don't wear shorts on stage, don't wear sandals on stage. Have you found it? Um, do you get like with the comics and open mics? Is it difficult with the uh, sundress? Oh, no, I think it's hilarious. I love it. I think it's really awesome. funny. Um, part of the reason I do it is because it's hot as hell out here. Yeah. And uh, it, especially in the summer, like wearing pants is shitty. Also, I just like wearing dresses. It's fun. But part of the thing, too, part of the reason I do it, um, it's deliberate because the things that I talk about when I'm on stage, my comedy comes very much from a place of power. So I talk about things, and I think that when people see me, they don't expect me to talk about the things I'm going to talk mm -hmm. about and to swear quite so much. People think I'm a clean comedian, yeah. but I swear throughout my set. I say cunt a lot. Like, I say fuck a lot. So much. <laughs> but all the time, people are like, you're a clean comic, right? And I'm like, no. No, fuck <laughs> <What>? no. <laughs> have, you, have you seen my set? But I just, I'm really polite, and I look nice. And yeah. so they're like, she's a clean they she just probably presume. came from church. And I'm like, my whole set is about fucking people. <laughs> yeah. Why would you? But I think it's important. And something that I love is I think it's important uh, to be uh, a well-dressed and good-looking woman and still train men that they need to listen to us anyway. Yeah. Um, because Valid. I've had <laughs> I've had some weird experiences and some fun things have happened where like dudes will come up to me and just be weird. But the audience, if a dude like yells something out at you or like says something, the audience is always on your side. They want you to win. That's cool. So like dressing like that, I feel like it almost gives me more power. So have you dealt with a lot of hecklers? Yeah, there was a there was a heckle. I did a show in San Diego and I have this bit about like young dudes. Mm -hmm. Um and uh I asked there's there was a dude who was being kind of rowdy. And he had, like, a shitty tattoo and stuff. And I was giving him a hard time. And he was being rowdy. And I go, sweetheart, how old are you? And he goes, 23, bitch. 
And I was like, N- no, we're not. We're not. The funniest part is my boyfriend was the host of that show, oh. and he got really mad. But like, he didn't show it. You didn't. You didn't tell it because like, I don't talk about that on yeah. stage. Like, I don't say like my boyfriend's here. Like, I don't want them yeah. to know this is my act. But I was just like, you don't. You don't get to call me bitch unless I let you hit it from the back. And that's when that happens. So l- move on. And just like the thing is, no matter what you say, as long as you come from a place of power mm-hmm. and you kind of like dunk on them a little bit. You shut them down. You shut them down. Yeah. Move on. And it feels honestly, nothing feels better as a woman than finally getting to tell a dude to shut the fuck up. And people because applauding. It's so <laughs> therapeutic because all day men tell me dumb shit and I can't just tell them to shut the fuck up. So, like, when a dude yells something at me from an audience and I get to tell him, like, shut the fuck up, oh, it feels so good. <laughs> it feels so good because I can't say that to my coworkers or my boss or yeah. my client or, like, whoever during can't the day. Can't tell the priest to shut yeah, the fuck up. Yeah, like, whoever during the day that might be treating me in a sexist way not as overtly, you can't just tell them, like, shut up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> has someone, like, call me pumpkin? Like, He's my client, and it was weird. Yeah. And then just like he's a nice dude, but Is that's so inappropriate. No, okay, <laughs> but it's still weird. It's still like a church person, and I was just like, this feels uncomfortable. Yeah. But you can't just call, call people out. out on yeah. stuff. It sucks. Anyway, I don't know. I'm talking a lot. No, that's the point of this. <gasps> How's your uh, horse <laughs> sanctuary? Podcast? I don't know. It seems like I feel like there's an <laughs> army of horse versus dragon. But I feel like they could be friends. Let's it's see. House Lannister, which I'm really upset about, so I've got to get rid of this. Oh, the uh, lion. Oh, and there's a bear joining the mix. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All kinds of goodies in that guy. I think I'm that really girl. just interested in making things battle. I don't know. <laughs> Dump them out if you want. Feel free. It's the war of the century. <laughs> Mammals versus dragons. And some reason, Darth Vader. Ooh, Darth Just Vader would ride a dragon if he could. Oh, for sure. Oh, my God. I love this stuff. Star Wars doesn't have dragons. <laughs> they do <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> Eat it, nerds. How long have you been doing uh, stand-up? Oh, before I left Milwaukee. Like, four years. How oh long have you been God. in L.A.? I've been here for three years. Cool. It feels like less because I still feel sometimes like this is definitely my home but it, it sometimes I do feel like a little bit off center being here and like going back home to Milwaukee I feel better I don't know this is a weird place it is people don't understand who's not here <laughs> yeah everyone's I mean yeah it's a fake town it's kind of, it makes me really sad sometimes because there's all these people in these little boxes in their homes with all these dreams. And then <laughs> so many of them just wind up being drug addicts and like going broke, trying to chase something. And it's really sad. Right. <laughs> this is a really sad place. But on, I mean, on the opposite spectrum of that, I mean, it's also you're here by yourself and the next thing you know, you're up in the hills, A-listing it, and you made it. <laughs> yeah. Like, but who, I mean, like, the percentage that that happens to, I think, I think this weird thing happens 
where with arts and the arts, people kind of go for fame mm. as opposed to like being able to make a living. And that's interesting to me. Like, do you, do you have to be famous to be happy as an artist if you're working? You know, right. like that's a, I think that's an important question that people don't ask is like, okay, if I get to make the kind of art I want, if I get to do, because I think what people forget is like movie stars and famous people, at some point, the thing you make, you might sacrifice that thing so that you f do what you feel people will keep purchasing because at some point you become beholden to the people buying things from you yeah you become a product yourself. yeah you become a product so it's like okay if you change your life and do all these things and make all these sacrifices to become a commodity and then now people come up to you off the street and they expect your time and they expect you to like do all these things for you and take photos with you and like do you want, do you actually want that? I wonder how many celebrities wanted the uh, rich, you know, like the fortune, but not the fame. Yeah. And after the fact, like, okay, now I've made it, but now. I think that's why. So my new dream is to become like almost J.K. Rowling famous, where like you make a thing and you get money, but people don't bother you mm. like just like a like an author famous where like no one knows what you look like i wouldn't yeah i mean i could be sitting next you. to her and wouldn't be like yeah i, I have know no idea was. what this person looks yeah. like whereas like you see it all the time in la where like people will see celebrities and they'll be like oh my god dave Chappelle noticed me i'm like oh, dave right. Chappelle, okay is trying to fuck everyone so yeah. please stop uh <laughs> it's fine no 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 shade dave Chappelle. you you do you but <laughs> that's you know whatever it's just weird it's weird it's a weird place when people are like i did a show with this person and i'm like yeah but i don't know i yeah. guess yeah it's are you fine. guys friends now are you guys buddies yeah. like uh, hanging out tomorrow night yeah there was 10 people on the show and you were first and he was last but did you even talk to him yeah <laughs> like what i don't know it's it's just like this weird place where those all that status stuff matters and i don't like it yeah like why don't we just can we just work on being good at the thing and then having fun at the thing and like worry worry less about who likes you or i don't know it's just i feel like i'm in high school and the this la is just a popularity contest <laughs> you know yeah like the whole town is just a popularity contest that's it like it's not really about you know, Cheryl with the good grades. It's just like, who, you know, who do people like inexplicably for some reason and why? Are they good at the thing? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. It's, uh, I've always been told that LA is 10% uh, talent, 90% <laughs> or like, what it was it like 10% talent, 90% networking? It really is. It's really frustrating. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, if you network, if you, if you don't, if you spend less time networking, you have more time to be good at the thing. Mm -hmm. But if you don't network, you don't have opportunities to be good at the thing. So catch so, 22. Yeah, it's really, you got to do it all, I guess. It's a lot of work. And then sometimes we're like, I just want to play Pokemon Go and take a nap. I don't want to do 
this. Don't want to go just hang out. And exhausting. Go hang out at the store for no reason. I bet it's even harder. I mean, the store is one thing because it's like more of a bar and a lounge area. But I feel like the art hanging out. I mean, do you have to go to the exhibits and the galleries and <sighs> the openings? and? I'm supposed to. You're, yeah. That's why I haven't really exhibited in L.A. yet is because I haven't been doing that stuff. Um I've, I'm doing shows, but I always just ship my work back to Milwaukee or to places where I know people because that's what happens is I'm like, I don't know, I made this stuff. Honestly, what happens a lot of times with my work is I make stuff and then people buy it off Instagram and I never put it in a gallery. Mm. And it's like, well, why should I spend... Because you have to apply. So like art shows, a lot of art shows are kind of like applying to a comedy festival. So you pay money to apply to the art show, $25, $30, sometimes more. Then you have to pay to ship your art there. Then the gallery tax on about 25 to 50%. Just for just hanging for fee? No, that's, that's their showing fee. Oh, okay. So if you sell through the gallery, they take 50% of whatever you sell, which means a painting yeah. that I can sell on Instagram for like 200 bucks, and that's like a good day's work for me, is now $100. Yeah. Same, I can't, same amount of work. Too. Yeah, I can't sell it. I can't sell a <laughs> six-inch painting for four hundred dollars. That's crazy. So now I'm selling it for more. Whereas, like, if I just put it on Instagram and I sell it, yeah, there's no middleman. It's like a great straight to the yeah, straight yeah. to the client. I have conversations with people. I make work commissions for people. Oh, so like, cool. I make a lot more money, and it's a lot more productive for me to just show it online, which is what I usually do. Do you like social media? Are you good with it? Oh, I'm I'm trying to be better um, about like posting things and like paying attention to when it's important to post things and all that trash. So I've recently started doing like a schedule of like, oh cool, okay, you're gonna post every Wednesday, and now I'm gonna bump it up to like Wednesdays and Sundays, and then I think of what I want to write beforehand and mm -hmm. have my boyfriend like proofread it for me and I just have it ready and then I post it at like the busy time. Oh, cool. And uh, that seems to be helping my like brand grow, if you will, like yeah. on Instagram. But whether or not it, you know, is good, I don't know. I don't know if it matters. There's a lot of creative blocks with social media. Yeah, I <laughs> think I'm addicted to Instagram. Are I think you? I have a problem. Yeah, because I'll just I'll just be on Instagram for hours. Then I'm like, oh my god, I didn't make anything of my own today because I just watched everyone else on Instagram painting. So or I'm do trying you follow a to lot of like. Artists? I follow my art account. I only follow artists, and That's then my cool. comedy account. I only follow comedians. Yeah, because that way I can keep them. When I'm just in the mood to like look at paintings, I can just like look at paintings. Yeah, which I really like. That's cool. What do you uh, so when you paint and the ones you're commissioning? Are you what are you painting with? Um, I like oil paint. Do you? Yeah, that's what I always did. And I always do. Uh, you you paint? Yeah, my grandfather's an artist. Really? Yeah, I was what gonna mention. What kind of stuff do you paint? Uh, mostly oil. I did a lot of landscapes. I haven't painted in so long, do but you do I always like did landscaping. From life? Uh, yeah, I would like photo and stuff, oh, and then like cool. find one and would paint it. That's cool. Yeah, I'll show you some photos. After yeah. That podcast. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I uh yeah I like more portraiture and still life stuff. So. Never could really do people, but I love people. That's yeah, like I grew up painting like my, as long as like I grew up with a paintbrush in my That's hand. That's so cool. If you ever want to exhibit in Kentucky, I have a hookup. 
dude. We'll talk yeah, after. For yeah, for real though. I'll send my Mount Sterling. You might see Andrea coming paintings. soon enough to the gallery. <laughs> I don't know if anyone in Kentucky would want my paintings. They're very weird. I do a lot of like everything. I prime all my canvases in hot pink, and then I paint oil paint on the surface. So the pink comes up through the middle, oh, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to do that with like salt and with oil. Like it would ca cause it to like expand. Oh. Yeah. You yeah. put a little water on it. I kind of, it's different. I like use the pink to be part of the thing. I don't know how to explain it. Like it's not, it's, it's very controlled. Okay. I, I don't know. I'm a tight painter. Okay. I should probably loosen up. What do you mean? I like, I'm like very tight. You know how like, some painters are very expressive. Mm. Like uh, Van Gogh is very expressive. Okay, gotcha. You know, it's just like very much about mark making. My stuff's really tight. Like it's probably too tight. Yeah. And then I, it's like very architectural and ordered and like. S do you like watercolor? I do. Being tight, That's what my grandpa did. Really? Yeah, my grandpa did watercolors. That's what mine does too. He's also a surgeon. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like a surgeon. He's like, I don't know, I paint watercolors or whatever. I do it on the part time. Yeah, my grandma made him, when they retired, my grandma made him take art classes. Oh, wow. She was really good. She was an oil painter. She oh, was nice. Good. Yeah. I didn't get to meet her, but mm. she was cool. So, um, where'd you go to art school? I went to the Milwaukee Institute of Art and Design. So you've been uh, doing this for like pretty much your whole life. Yeah. You've y built the creative blocks for your artist. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of different things that I do. Like when I'm like this past week, I was feeling like, oh, I don't know what I want to make. Am I just uh, am I just a, a hack to myself? Am I just painting what everyone on Instagram's painting? Am I just, you know, doing the hits? of past me without any feeling or, you know, what, why is this, what do why you paint anything? Like the hits, like, like, you know, I have my go-tos. Like I really like painting skulls and flowers. I could paint skulls all day. I love painting skulls. I love flowers. That's just, I just love it. And then it's like, why am I attracted to this thing? And is this like a new or meaningful way to make this? Like, w is this fun for me or is it just work? So <laughs> this week I did this fun thing where I just like painted skulls with like bows and stuff. And then I just colored them and I put textures on Photoshop and they're all hot pink. And then I was just like, I'm making them making stickers, which That's is very cool. much like usually I make these like oil paintings that are really tight. And this is just like a fun, goofy. They look like Lisa Frank. If she oh, likes really? Skulls. Yeah. That's cool. They're like really bright. Are you going to sell the stickers? I might sell them. I might just give them away. Yeah. They're holographic. They'll be fun. Oh, nice. We'll see if put anyone. Them on put them on your trapper keeper. Yeah. I was just yeah. like, this <laughs> is just, it's just a fun thing. I just want to make fun things. That's fun. I'm trying to have more fun with painting. Because, like, that's the whole reason I started doing it is because I liked doing it. And then at a certain point, it becomes your job. So you start thinking about, like, well, how do I do this so that this person will like it or how do I do this so I can sell it and how do I, wow, whatever. And it's like at a certain point, if you're not, if you don't enjoy doing it, like what have you subjected yourself to? Yeah. Why have a life like this? Why yeah. would you want this? I, was, I assume it's the same thing if an actor takes a job where they have to like be in a play that they hate or a commercial that, you know, goes against their beliefs mm, or something. Yeah. It's like, why am I doing this if I'm not having a good time? <laughs> There was, <laughs> I was uh, submitting for some auditions the other day, and there was an HIV commercial. And oh, it was what? Like, no, no, I didn't submit to it. I was like, my wife was just like, 
no, this isn't you. It's like, yeah, this isn't me at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, as, mean, like, as an actor, you, but you know there's people out here would jump just to get that role. And it's like, ah, don't want to be the face of... Uh, <laughs> I think people really underestimate the power of no. Because out here, it's so much like, yes, yes, I'll do that. Yes, I can do anything. Yes, yes, yes. But at a certain point, like, your time is limited. I've had to start saying no to people because people will come to me and like, hey, Andre, can you paint this thing for me? And I'm like, I could, but I don't want to. Mm. I don't want to make that. That's not fun for me. And then you're going to give me, what, $20? Like, that? why? Yeah. It's not, it's not worth, worth it. it. I already yeah. have a day job. I have money. I don't need to make something I don't like. Like, at a certain point, time is my most valuable resource. So I want to use it to just do things that I like to do. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes I'll take a job. If someone's like, hey, do you want to make this thing? And I'm like, that sounds so cool. I totally want to make that. So I'll think about, like, usually if it's a really cool thing and I really want to do it, it'll I'll charge them less. Yeah. Cause just because it's fun. And it's entertaining for you. And yeah. then so you get to enjoy the process of doing it. And then in the end, the client's happy and it's a win-win for everyone. Yeah, if it's something that fits really well in my style. And that's the other thing I've started doing too is like, if someone asks for something that's not in the style that I generally work in or something that is like part of what I like to do, I generally will say no, unless mm. it's a really fun challenge. Just because it's like, well, this doesn't really fit in line with something that I would make on my own or for myself. And at a certain point, like, I'm not going to be able to do it. Something that people will do a lot is they'll give me an image and they'll be like, I like this artist's work. Can you make art like mm. this person? And I'm like, why don't you ask that person to make right. art? Because they're going to be the best at it. There's no way I can do it as well as them. Yeah. I mean, that happens kind of a lot where people are like, oh, here. I like this artist. Can you make a thing like this artist? And I'm like, but I'm not that artist. Yeah. <laughs> you should ask that artist or like find a style that works or find someone who has a style that you admire and that you appreciate. But I think people think that art is this very like one dimensional thing of just like, it's like, it's like how your relatives think that fluffy is the same as the comedy you do. Oh, right. You know, they're yeah. just like, Oh, I like, yeah. You know? Yeah. I like a good this analogy. comedian, yeah. so I you can do that. Right. It's like, no, <laughs> that's not how this works. He's clean. What? Why aren't you clean? Yeah, <laughs> what? No, that was a good, yeah, that makes sense. So it, it's just. Does that get frustrating? Um, It does. I think that it 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 kind of gets frustrating, but then I also have to, like, see people with empathy and realize that, you know, they're not familiar with art. Mm -hmm. per se like not everyone is comfortable with art or like they might appreciate artists but they they're not necessarily in that world and they might not know what goes into making it yeah. and i experienced that a lot in my day job where like a priest will come to you and you'll be like okay what do you want and they're like i don't know but i'll know it when i see it and like oh no oh. Oh, it's no. probably like the worst response you could get, right? Yeah, that can be really difficult, but sometimes it actually works in my favor because sometimes I'm like, okay, you chill. Let me make you something cool. And then I have fun, and then it's, it's like, 
fun. So do you go on site like with the stained glass and check out the church and get a fill for it first? No, someone else usually does that. Okay. Um, so like a lot of times I'll get interior images of the church and I'll also get sizes. Someone will go take sizes, mm. but we usually have like, Cra like craftsmen so the people that install the windows generally also take the sizes mm. um and generally i just like design and then i paint the windows that's which cool. Is cool yeah i really like it it's the fun part for me i love doing it i do it all day so it's fun it can yeah. be like sometimes if you're working on a project that just isn't that interesting it can be very exhausting but on projects that aren't as interesting i do get to listen to podcasts all day so mm. I just listen to murder and, you know, <laughs> crime mystery. <laughs> listen to, I listen to a lot of true crime persons. stuff. Yeah. So I just like yeah. listen to a true crime podcast and paint the Virgin Mary or whatever. <laughs> and it's really chill. That's cool. Yeah. I can't. Every time I hear like a missing persons case, my ego is just like, you know, I could probably find that person. Really? I feel so. Yeah. <laughs> what? I hear some of those cases. I'm like, I could be a, I could go. I could Sherlock Holmes that shit. That you have, you have a lot of what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, confidence. I feel like in another life I was a detective. <laughs> another life. He How's your been uh, detective? Horse farm coming. My horse farm. It's really I don't know what's going on, but I'm having a good. That's time. That's a lot of fun. You've played with the figures more than anyone else has. I just like the so figure. So it's cool. Part. Yeah, and that's what you set up front. That's I'm over the here. fun part. What do you got going on? Uh, what started? This is intense. Listen, I you only have one wheels. wheels. I know it became a balance game. You don't have any more game. wheels? I don't know where they are, but oh it's my God. so I keep going from this side, and then it'll fall over. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a balance game at this point. I was just trying to see this if I could get hilarious. it. This is hilarious. It's like because one of those it, it looks Mexican like lowriders. It looks like a trailer that needs... To connect to it like a big rig? Yeah, like right here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's not happening on this episode. I mean, I, I'm assuming the wheels are only for landing purposes, right? Oh, there you go. My, uh, oh this my is God, too top heavy horses. now. Oh, man. Should be plenty in there. I was a horse girl. Do you have horses? No, I just was weird. Hmm. Army. It's a lot of horse. I didn't realize I even had that many. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take my horse on the old town. Oh no! Oh no! Darth Mine broke a minute ago. Darth Dragon, no! Come back here. Oh no! Let's see. Oh, there we go. What's uh? So, what's some other like? I mean, you do a lot of art, and you've got a lot of creative outlets. What would you say, personally, has been your biggest creative block out of all of them? Um, uh, just the part of your brain that says, why do we make anything? Why does any of this matter? That's a real, that's not a good one. I get that one a lot. Do you? Yeah, of just like, who cares? Why? Why are we doing this? Who cares? That's a thing that happens in my brain a lot. That's not good. What do you do to uh, combat it? Um, I just have fun because at a certain point, because I, I think the weird thing about social media and the thing I don't like about it is that at a certain point you're making stuff 
for the online gaze. Mm-hmm. And I mean that G A Z E. <laughs> oh. Not. <laughs> no, I was not. This is not. stuff for the gaze online. This is not that online. kind of podcast. <laughs> this is, I'm not here to dispar- disparage anyone. Um, but just you're you're making stuff for a specific audience, and you're considering the audience when you make it, as opposed to like when I when I used to make stuff, it was just for me. It was just what I liked, and I just made it because it was fun, and I didn't care. And then I went to art school, and I had all these assholes telling me that like anime isn't art, and like this isn't art. And you know who's making a lot of money? Miyazaki. Who's this? <laughs> he's a, he's a famous animator. Are you oh, okay? But like I think th- we have such a weird and also I can't remember his name right now, but he's in he's in a Drake song and he also did Kanye's cover. What's his name? I don't know offhand. It's like uh fuck. I should know this. Anyway, he's like a famous Japanese artist who does like anime style characters. They're like flowers that are happy and stuff. Oh, that's cool. But this weird thing happens where, like, when you get older and you get to art school, people tell you what art is. <clears throat> and people are always trying to tell you what art is. They're always trying to tell you what comedy is. People that are not successful at comedy are trying to tell you what comedy is yeah. all the time. And you're just like, I don't have to listen to you. Right. I don't care. So, like, at a certain point, it's just like I try to just go back to making it because it's fun and just having fun. And when I'm having fun, that's when all my good stuff happens that's when my comedy's good that's when my art's good if i'm not having fun i might as well not do it because it's not going to be good anyway like if i'm not having a good time how is the audience going to have a good time right it doesn't make any sense i just made a dragon garden let's check it out i think uh yeah yeah, this it's Let's really see. just I made so a horse and polar bear versus dragon and Darth Vader. I feel like he's just giving like he's giving the direction to all the <laughs> invisible uh, men. Wait, hold on a second. I feel like you should at least put some guys in here. Hold on a second. Let's get rid of the Klansman uh, cover. No. Oh, no people. Oh, oh yeah. No, no, no. no I was just going to say. I thought you were putting the Klansman. No, 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 no. Like, I don't want this. <laughs> no. <to be> <laughs> This is a smiling ghost. <laughs> Here we got the Wookiee. Ooh, I always love the crystals too. I was always way about the crystals. Always like the uh, little computers. I love all these parts. You want to get in on this? Yeah, let's see. Let's uh, take a few out. Got these like robot guys too. Shark's missing his face. That's no good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, buddy. Your brother is a monster. Right? Let's blame him. Is he a younger or older brother? Four years younger than me. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. He probably swallowed it or something. Probably. Yeah. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've got this balanced. You put you topping it off with people. Oh, I was just putting a monkey in there. So where can uh, everyone find you? Uh, and all, you've got all these pages. Well, what do you want? You can uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Andre Gazetta if you want, or you can follow me on other social media at Sundress Comic. I still don't understand how Twitter works. I have a Twitter. I'm not good at it. 
No. Uh, I just, I don't like Twitter very much. I get it. Like, I get that it can be good, but I'm already addicted to all the other social media. So if you want to find me, you can. But Instagram is my favorite social media, I'd say. Yeah. That's the one Same. that I that's the one that I put everything on and then if I feel like it I'll put stuff on Facebook. I really don't like Facebook that much. Are you still uh are you still doing your podcast? Um I have a a podcast now uh my boyfriend and then one of my friends and I we have a podcast about cults called Cult Podcast. Like uh current cults or yeah, past cults? Both. That's cool. So every week someone researches a cult and then uh they tell the story of the cult to the other two people i love that that's it's like what the you gotta think outside it's really fun that's neat we have a weird following which i really enjoy <laughs> our fans are really nice and a bunch of them are pokemon go friends with me now which i'm cool with um so yeah we do cult podcasts i've only researched one because i'm not as good at it as the other two people uh i researched incels and that was really depressing <laughs> what's Incels uh, are involuntary Quick. celibates. Okay. So their whole deal is they're like on Reddit forums on the internet. They're like the dude. Um, he, there's a Mar Vista killer, Elliot Roger, and he was an incel or he allied himself with the incel. So their ideology is that women, um, they have all these like weird things. Basically, their whole thing is like they're men who feel entitled to sex from women uh, and they think that women should provide them with sex as like. Just because. Just because. Mm, and that the only reason that they're not having sex is because they're not physically attractive enough. Ooh. So that's their belief. But then a lot of them are fine looking. They're really just assholes. Yeah. Honestly, they're just people that are bad at talking to people and they feel entitled to something that they haven't earned. And so they're just they suck. Now, what's the name of this podcast? Uh, it's called Cult Podcast. Okay. So if you just Google Cult Podcast. Straightforward. Yeah, our logo is uh, it's Got our that. three faces, and it's all red and yellow, so that's us. Nice. And our tagline is don't drink the Kool-Aid. Um, well, real quick, um, since I didn't know you had that, what's been some of the creative blocks you've seen with your podcast? With our podcast? Yeah. Oh, it's dark. It's really... I I don't... I have only, I've only written two episodes. I was kind of brought on as like a guest... Yeah. person for a while uh, because there was another host, Marie, who had a baby and mm. she had a kind of a difficult pregnancy. Um, and now she's raising Hopefully that she's baby. Better. So okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah, she her baby turned out great. It was Good. totally cool. But uh, yeah, she stopped doing it because she's just, you know, busy with yeah. a child. And so we they brought me in and it's really fun. But it can be difficult sometimes to... I mostly listen, so it, it's not as bad for me. But when I was writing my episode, it's really hard to create a narrative arc that's going to be interesting and like put j we put jokes in it and stuff. Yeah. But then also, if you're researching cults every week, it gets really depressing because you have to <laughs> read all of this internalized misogyny and, and hatred, and you have to like think about why these men hate you for being a woman and it's really depressing so that how happens. long does it usually take to uh get an episode do you do them week after week or um, like do you have like a few I in the back you know lined up already we try to do them every week sometimes like if someone's going to be traveling uh we have to do multiple episodes in a week and we try to do that so that it's easier um but as the podcast has grown it's just 
like when I did my episode, I did two episodes back to back in one day, but it took me like a month to research. Wow. It's just a lot of work. And Armando wow. and Paige do it every week. Armando is my boyfriend and he's a much better writer and researcher than me. So he does a really good job at that. Um, and he can do it a lot faster, but it takes me a long That's time. That's cool. I think slow. he will be on soon. We won't yeah, give any away. Yeah. Him. Yeah. You gave me some cool info about it. We won't spoil it yet, yeah, but yeah, yeah, we'll have him on very soon. I definitely want to hear his story. Well, I feel cool. like I just played. I don't know if I did it. You know, that's all this is. I mean, I think this was, you discussed a lot of creative blocks. I mean, you are an artist through and through. Uh, yeah, thanks, so Jeremy. I appreciate I that. I appreciate that. I mean, at the end of the day, we were just free building. It's not like. <laughs> free building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy is so mad. Why is he so grumpy? Oh, my goodness. I feel like it's a pirate face that's got put on a race on car a body. <laughs> yeah. He's clearly the villain. He looks He's like not your, uh, uh, like, this is like your typical Lego man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Smiley face. He looks like Brutus from Popeye. Oh, yeah. The bad guy. Look at that girl. Ooh. She's got some bangs She's got going some on. Swag. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anything else you want to plug? Sh yeah. What? I don't know. Go look at my art. Milwaukee. Check out her exhibit if before it's Milwaukee, gone. Do it. It's all. It's. When does this come out? Um. Soon. I'll probably have it up Saturday. Audio. Video will be. Video will be soon, but the audio will probably be up Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it'll it'll the Thursday. show closes Sunday, so. Oh, we'll cool. Yeah. This will be up. Go right oh, now. yeah. 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 Um, but follow, check out her Instagram, buy her paintings. Yeah, do it. Cool. Do it. Any shows coming up? Do it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be June 13th. I'm going to be at Mia's Hot Dogs in Highland Park um, at 8 p.m. And then June 15th, I'm going to be in San Diego somewhere. Follow me on social media, and I'll tell you more details. Cool. I don't remember. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been fun. Thanks yeah, for having me. Yeah, we got this guy and we got the horse party. Thank you so much. Horse All party. right, until next time. Bye.